Welcome to the Heart Matters Podcast with your host, Ibn Leon. Join us as we explore the intricacies of spirituality and self-improvement. Gain a fresh perspective on enhancing your spiritual, emotional, and mental well-being through the fusion of spirituality and self-improvement. Enjoy Ibn's engaging conversations with guests from diverse backgrounds. They share unique perspectives on personal growth and holistic health. From spiritual leaders to relationship experts, entrepreneurs to creatives, each episode delivers knowledge and inspiration. Tune in to the Heart Matters podcast for profound conversations and practical advice empowering you to live your best life. Chapter 5 Inspiring Stories Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Heart Matters Podcast. I am your host, relationship and life coach, Lewis Morris. It is my belief that the vessel, meaning the heart, can only pour out that which it contains. Therefore, it is upon us to place those things that are good and beneficial into the heart in order to emanate them out into the world and attract those things and those people that will enhance our lives. I'd like to thank you guys for coming in for another episode. And uh, as always, please like and subscribe to the Heart Matters podcast so that we could bring this content to more people and move up in the podcast rankings on the different podcast sites that you enjoy the heart matters on if anyone would like to get in touch with me it is a very simple process you can go to my link tree which is linktr.ee slash l-o-u-i-s-m-o-r-r-i-s you can schedule a call you can go to the website and leave a message for me back there and all of those things like that. Uh, once again, I thank you guys for coming in. Uh, we want to give another five things that you should do to have a happy relationship. You know, because as I mentioned before, uh, it is about you know many many uh, people, many people in the relationship space you know, meaning uh, counseling and coaching and things like that, uh, try to make or give the understanding that it is difficult, a difficult process to fix problems in a relationship or in a marriage. And it has some work involved. Let's let's be clear about that. There is some work that is involved, but it is not difficult, especially when the particular counselor or coach uh, is giving the couple small bites, small pieces to chew at a time during the coaching process. And that's one thing that I try to do. I try to give the clients, small things that they can do, small action steps 
that they can implement during the time that they are working with me that they can implement in order to see improvement in the relationship, in the marriage. So I gave you five tips, I think it was maybe a few weeks ago. And I think I mentioned that, you know, that there would be an additional five tips and there's going to be another five tips after this. I don't know if it's going to be next week because I have some other things on the docket, but there will be another five tips following these five tips. So overall, it'll be 15 things that couples can do to have a happy relationship. And I want to explain that again. When I say happy, I don't mean you're always going to be giddy and overjoyed in the relationship. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, is that the happiness and contentment will come by knowing that you can rely on this person. You can trust this person. You, uh, the love that this person has for you is real and that they always support you in that which is good and they give you the best advice and they want you to be uh the best version of yourself and all of these things so in that there's a level of happiness and contentment in being in this relationship with this person and these five things that i'm about to give you will lend to that these five things will lend to that so the first one is to avoid keeping score. Sometimes, now understand something. What Let me preface this. What I'm saying is, if both people are contributing to the union, they are contributing to the union, they're working on the union, they're working on their marriage together like this. Do not get into keeping score at that point. Now, if one person is doing the work and another person isn't, that's different. Because technically, there's no there's no score to keep because the other person isn't doing anything. The other person isn't trying to elevate the relationship. So there's literally no score to keep because there's nothing on the other leaderboard. But if both people are contributing to the late the relationship and they are trying to elevate the relationship and trying to draw closer to one another don't get into keeping score just do now a way to make that a reality because it can be it can be a difficult thing you know because we're human beings you know we're into uh competition you know, we're into competition and keeping score and, you know, this and that, we're into that. But there are two things and both of them can be present in the heart at the same time. There are two things that can keep us or prevent us rather from keeping score. One is to do the deeds that will enhance the relationship for the pleasure of God. Do them because having stable marriage relationship 
like this with another individual and building something substantial is pleasing to him. Do it for that. Do those things for that reason. And secondly, do them to make the relationship better. There's no contradiction in having two intentions in the heart at the same time. You can have two intentions in the heart at the same time. It's not a problem. So if you do the deeds that will enhance the relationship for, for, for seeking God's pleasure and seeking to make the relationship better, it will prevent you from keeping score. But keeping score can become problematic because you might want to start actually mentioning the score, meaning I did this for you. Why don't you do that for me? This is not, this is not going to uh, make the relationship fruitful in any way. It's going to cause more problems. Stay away from that. The second thing is do not try to fix each other. Be aware that both of you are responsible for your own happiness. In other words, don't expect your partner to make you happy. Don't expect your partner to do that. No, that's that's not that's not what you no, you should you should seek your own happiness and you should try to assist your partner in being happy. You should try to assist your partner in trying to be more complete, but don't try to fix your partner. There's a difference. If you're trying to fix your partner, that means the criticism that is coming sometimes will be because it is something that you want to see from that person. It's not any, it's not anything that that is going to enhance the relationship. No, it's just something that you want to see from that person. Stay away from that. Stay away from that. If the person is a good husband, a good wife, do not try to enforce or force your perception of who they should be on them. Don't do that. No, you try to help them to be better and be more complete, but you're not trying to force your view of who you want them to be on them. This is not the proper way. You're trying to mold them the way you want them to be. This is not the proper way. So don't try to fix them to into the mold that you think they should be. No. Help them be better because they, they as an individual, they should want to be better because that's part of them making themselves happy. So they should want to be better and you should assist them in that. That's the second thing. The third thing, don't take each other for granted. Look, now I, I wanna I want to start with what many couples look at when they look at this matter, they don't look, they don't look at it 
based on the levels that it's on. One, do not start to neglect appearance in the relationship. There are a couple of reasons why this happens. And one of them is that you're taking your partner for granted. That's one of them. Don't do that. Always be cognizant of appearance. Appearance is what brought you two together. Never neglect that. Do not take your partner for granted like that saying to yourself, oh, you know, she's my wife, you know, I can, you know, I can wear whatever. And mainly around the house is what I'm talking about. Most people, most people. And if, you, if you're not concerned with appearance outside of the home, that's a whole nother issue. That's something else. But what I'm talking about here is in the home. Do not start to believe and think that you can look any type of way around the house, you know, and that, and that will lend to you two being happy together. It's not. Appearance is important. Wear things around the house that are attractive. Attractive pajamas attractive shorts not tattered and stuff you know let your you know you get up you know and you're around the house you know take care of your, your hair and your beard and whatever you know look presentable for your partner around the home do not neglect that because that is a way that you're showing the, the other the, your partner that you're taking them for granted don't do that number two say to your partner express the fact that you are grateful to be with them from time to time thank them for little gestures and things that they do do that do that this 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 will not only let them know that they're appreciated, but it, it is also a means of keeping the lines of communication fluent and open because you're always, you know, baby, I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Do, do that. Do not take each other for granted. Don't get into that. The fourth thing, have dates at least twice a month. Now, most people, they emphasize date nights. I, I, I do it as well. But dates don't have to be at night. It depends on your schedule. If you want to have them at night and you, you are capable of having them at night, then do that. No problem. But if you can't, plan day dates. But go on dates at least twice a month, at least twice a month. And a lot of people, they look into, you know, money. Well, I don't have the money. Dates, you know, you can, you can, you can plan dates where you don't need money. I'm serious. 
You can plan dates where you you don't need money. You can you can literally you can literally go to go on a drive. And especially if like if a day date, you can go on a drive, you can, you know, put some stuff that you have in the house, food that you have in the house, you know, some, you know, some sandwiches or something like that or whatever, whatever type of quick food that you have. Get you a blanket, get you a basket, take a drive to a park somewhere, open an area like this, lay the blanket down, but we'll put the food down, have your picnic together and just talk and hang out like this. Take photos together and stuff like that. You can do that. That's a date. It's a date. It didn't cost you anything. All, all you had to do is just, you know, get some food out that you already had in the house, pack it in the car and take a drive to the park or take a walk to the park if the park is closed. Take a walk to the park. You could do it in the backyard if you want. But it's a date. It's a date because it's, it's, it's something that you don't normally do. So dates don't have to be expensive, but you should have, you should continue to date. Don't stop dating. Just because you've been in a, just because you've been married for 15 years or 20 years. Don't do that. No, because dating lends to a happy union. It makes you happy and you should be happy to be together. So don't stop dating. At least twice a month. Try to do it at least twice a month. And the last thing is to talk about your life together and your future goals together as a couple. Discuss those things. Now, mind you, I always talk about couples having a quarterly check-in. You know, and yeah, I was talking about this on an interview yesterday. I, I think it's I say, I think it's important, and the reason that I say quarterly is because I think every month or every two months is too much. That's a little too much to be, you know, to. And every six months is not enough. But if you do it four times a year, which means every ninety days. You sit down and you just talk about the relationship. Now, this is this is like a supplement to just conversation that you're having on a regular basis about, you know, whatever, your bills, the kids. You know, you, you're communicating about things on a regular basis. But these quarter these quarterly check-ins is specifically about your relationship, what you need to add, what you need to get rid of, what you want to do more of. You know, maybe you want to explore something new sexually. You want to take a trip together. Sit down, discuss it quarterly, four times a year like this. Talk about it. Have these conversations about your life together and what you want to see from each other going forward. So those are the five things that I wanted to mention. You know, if you want to listen to the other five things that I mentioned first, then uh, it is available. Just go back, you know, subscribe to the podcast. You know, that would uh, that would be the best thing. That way you can get notifications for uh, and uh, you can get the ad free uh, versions of the podcast. So, you know, I suggest that you subscribe to the podcast, but you can go back and listen to the first episode about the five things you should do to be 
to have a happy relationship and uh, couple it with this one and just, you know, implement the 10 things that we went over so far. And uh, you'll see amazing results right away uh, once you do that. Uh, once again, I thank you guys for coming in and supporting the Heart Matters podcast. Please, you know, lend your support to the podcast uh, by subscribing to it and liking the podcast so we can move up in the podcast ranks and uh, bring this content to more people. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me for coaching or any of the coaching resources, you know, I'm uh, I'm thinking about really uh, opening it up a little bit more to some life coaching as well, especially for the men. I'm really thinking about doing something uh, really special for the men. If, uh, if anyone is, if any of the men are interested in that, then uh, just uh, send me a message at the back of the website and let me know that you're interested in something like that. Uh, some, uh, some masculine coaching, you know, where we can, uh, you know, maybe a bunch of us can get on a couple of calls, maybe once a month. You know, we can get on a call once a month and, uh, you know, and we can go over some things as far as masculinity and how to deal with, you know, women and how to deal with relationships and, you know, and even, you know, talk about some financial issues. Uh, if you would like to do that, that would be uh, fantastic. I would be open to it and uh, I would be uh, more than happy to do it. You know, I have the resources, you know, you know, at my fingertips. So if uh, any of the men that listen to the podcast or any women that would like to have uh, their men, you know, in something like this, in a program like that, then just reach out to me by, you can go to the back of the website or you can email me Lewis at lewismarscoaching.com, or you can, you know, send me a message on Instagram, whatever the case, you know, if you're interested in that, or, you know, any men that are interested in that, I would love to do it. Uh, once again, Thank you guys. And uh, I will speak to you all again next week. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Heart Matters podcast for relationship, spiritual coaching and resources, go to the Heart Matters brand link tree, which is linktr.ee slash L-O-U-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S. That's linktr.ee slash L-O-U-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S. And we will see you again soon.